Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Coming up today, as a huge drugs haul is discovered in a boat in Irish waters, we're going to be asking would legalising drugs kill the cartels? One of our listeners uh, certainly thinks so. I'm going to read uh, his message in a moment. You can get in touch with us about anything that we're talking about on the programme today. You can email us, lunchtimelive at newstalk.com if you want to join us, or you can WhatsApp us directly on 87 1400 106 087 1400 106 uh, you can send us a whatsapp or a whatsapp voice note to uh, that number right now now as you know uh, we get a lot of messages into this show and there's one in particular that i wanted to uh, highlight uh, for you speaking about the drug seizure of the uh, mv matthew and the arrest of seven crew members tom in leitrim got in touch with us to say the following. Have a listen to this. The drugs war is pointless. This seizure won't impact street price or availability. Cartels price in these losses. They won't really care. Recreational drugs are less harmful than alcohol and cigarettes, which we don't ban. And anyone addicted to hard drugs like heroin needs a health intervention, not criminalising. Criminalising drugs is what creates the cartels and gangs. Legalise it, tax it, free up police for any number of other uses beyond deciding that some ways of having fun are out of bounds. Plus, the drug war is demonstrably racist in origin and implementation. And that was sent in to us uh, by a man called Tom um, earlier on this week in reaction to the uh, arrests of the arrest of the ship, the seven arrests of crew members um, and the massive seizure of uh, drugs on board uh, that uh, ship off the coast of Ireland, the MV Matthew. Now, earlier, if you were listening uh, to Pat show, you would have heard him doing a piece about how back in the 1930s, they, the Mexicans considered uh, legalising all drugs um, and looking after people with chronic addictions. So is it time? Is the, the, the war on drugs pointless? Would you like to see uh, drugs legalised or, or even decriminalised? And would you view stuff like marijuana different to harder drugs like cocaine or even heroin? And the question that I want to ask you really today is, has people's attitude towards drugs changed a lot in recent years? You can get in contact with us right now on 087-1400-106 by WhatsApp. 087-1400-106 is our number. Now, John is uh, in Dublin. John, good afternoon and welcome to Lunchtime Live. Good afternoon, Adrian. How are you? John, what's your reaction to uh, that message from Tom and Leitrim that he sent earlier in the week in reaction to the arrest of the MV Matthew? Uh, I did did some thinking about it. The current view I would have is that I agree with them, you treat addicts. Um, Maybe look at making um, medicinal cannabis more readily available. Jail the dealers and seize their assets. And at the moment, I would humiliate recreational drug users. Um, they directly fund murderous cartels, prostitution and child sex trafficking, and all for a weekend or festival buzz. On the thing about legalising, mm. um, well, cl- the war on drugs has clearly failed. It's been going on for 50 or 60 years, and it's worse than ever it was. Um, but what does legalise mean? Um, where do you start and where is your red line? 
pot, heroin, cocaine, fentanyl? Does the government become the dealer? Um, and the idea that this will undermine cartels seems beyond naive to me. Well, it certainly the is. For, if cartel. we're talking about a small little country like Ireland, if we were the only country to go down the road, um, it certainly wouldn't get rid of the cartels. This would have to be an no, international but decision. But it's not, that's not, one, that's not going to happen. And even if they tried to do it, there's hundreds of billions of euro or dollars or whatever you want involved in drug dealing. They're not going to give that up. They're not just going to say, ah, oh, hands up. Yeah, yeah, you got us. We, we'll think of something else. They, they'll come up with a way of get, getting around it somehow. I mean, the, the, there's a growing um, use and death rate in the States from fentanyl. That'll eventually come here. So they'll, they'll just keep upping the ante all the time. Okay, so what, so what is... If it, if you just said a moment ago that, that, that the war on drugs has failed. Um, if it has failed, then what is the answer? I don't honestly know, but the idea that the drug, the drug people are just going to give up on the hundreds of billions is, is, is incredibly naive. Mm. But I don't, I don't honestly know what the, what the answer is, because I haven't heard anyone come up with and I don't think there is one answer anyway. It would be a multifaceted thing. Yeah, I mean, the, the war on drugs, as we look at it, it clearly has failed when we see massive seizures like a half a billion worth of uh, cocaine seized off the Irish coast. And that's just one that was caught. You can only imagine oh, yeah, yeah. how many are actually getting through. Yeah, no, I mean, the, 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 the money, it, it's because of the money involved. But I don't know how you stop it. Because I don't think, one, that you get the, the international buy-in. I, I, I don't know why. I, don't, I, I Presumably it's because of the money there that somebody will try to stop it in some way. But even if you got the, the agreement, the drug dealers are just going to keep up, upping the ante in some way or find ways around it because they're not going to give up that money. Okay, so um, you don't believe even a conversation about decriminalising drugs or legalising drugs, you don't believe that that is the answer. Uh, Yet, as I said, you're you're still saying the war on drugs, which has gone on for decades, has clearly failed. Oh, yeah. No, I believe you should have the conversation. But some people seem to be having the conversation and, and think that it's really, really easy to solve the problem. It's not. People have to recognise that it's not easy. But have the conversation. And is that conversation conversation on legalising so-called softer drugs? But then the the thing about that is that the softer drugs like the marijuana and the pot that they had in the 60s isn't the same as the marijuana and pot that they're having now, nor will it be the same as the marijuana and pot that they're having in 10 years' time. It's getting stronger and stronger. And so so is, that's not the, the conversation. Even, even though, even though um, recreational cannabis users see it as a, a more uh, you know, a harmless drug, less harmful than alcohol, and all of the arguments that we regularly hear, uh, you still don't believe that that's a conversation we need to have? Oh, no, I said we have to have the conversation. But, but where does that conversation go? Talk, well, in I fact, we, know, but we are having that conversation uh, at the moment. Yeah. We are having that conversation. I'm not talking about not having a conversation, but some people are putting forward facile solutions and simple solutions that aren't there. Like, as I said, where do you stop with the legalization? Do you go heroin, fentanyl? Does the, does the government 
become the drug dealer. Okay, but do me a favour, John. Stay on the line there for one second, yeah, if you can, yeah, yeah. please. Our number, uh, if you want to WhatsApp us, is 087-1400-106. 087-1400-106. Send us a WhatsApp with, uh, with your view on this. Suzanne uh, joins me on the line. Suzanne, what do you think on this? Hi, Adrian. I'm not the world's expert, but I'm just giving my point to you. Hmm. So I'm just, I've listened to the speaker before, and thanks for his tips. No, I would be up to saying to you, I think to, for Ireland to have, start the conversation about legalising drugs, first of all, I'm a little bit, I just want to clarify, I, I'm not a holy Joe, but I've I just never done drugs. To me, soft drugs, hard drugs. Um, I suppose Ireland is a hugely alcohol-driven country. Alcohol leads to people wanting to, to do more, which leads to drugs. So I suppose from my point of view, legalising it as a, as a single state um, is naive. My, my my take would be two things, two points here. I think if anybody has worked with, like Francis Black in any of the addiction centres, they'll tell you the chronic devastation that both alcohol and drugs cause to families, lives, people, number one. Recreational use by young people, maybe there's an educational factor there. But for me, the, there's a third bit. I hear what you're saying about get the conversation going, but I think Ireland being a small country with, I'm reading statistics of one of the highest users of cocaine in Europe. Um, we talk about you know, climate change. We talk about global climate change. We talk about sustainability. I think if we're going to try and tackle this, we need to join forces with other countries and make it a global effort. But, but it, 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 well, sorry, the, the fight against drugs is a global effort. It is. Uh, I mean, that ship was 100%. tracked across the Atlantic Ocean uh, by multiple uh, agencies from multiple countries. Um, so it is an international effort. It's just failing. Yeah, it's failing. But And again, I'm on radio and I'm going to say that most of the activities of these drug cartels are driven by criminals who are very... Um, oh, absolutely. Clever. There's no doubt about that. And so, in fact, but he, he, you see, the, one thing uh, Minister, I, Minister Simon Harris said uh, earlier on in the week, he said, there's a direct link between snorting a line or taking a pill at the weekend and murder, assault and criminality. Yeah. And he's dead right to say that. But do you think well, that young people who are, and I, hate, I even hate the use of the word, recreationally using uh, cocaine at the weekend, do you really think they care what Simon Harris is saying? No, they don't care what Simon Harris is saying, but I think there's more education in that. I mean, I heard your program with Andrea a couple of months ago. That's what I was interested in, where there was people on the show saying that my daughter and my son does rec- recreational cocaine at the weekend. and We know about it and it's OK. And I think that's what the problem is. Like, it's going back to core here. Like, you know, we're teaching kids in school Irish, English, maths. We don't teach them life skills. So, you know, and I, if there was a magic test that people could take, that would tell them, if you take cocaine, you will be addicted. You won't be able to take it once every two weeks or three weeks. But unfortunately, in this life, there isn't. So, you know, I I suppose I'm a coach, so I'm going back to basics here. It's kind of a a couple of pronged effects here, Adrian, I believe. Um, And I know they go around schools and I know they tell them and I know all that. But for me, somebody who's never taken drugs in her life, I'm fascinated by, not fascinated, but I'm horrified by the amount of people who die from drug overdoses, 
I'm horrified by the amount of people whose lives are devastated. So I kind of thought... I know, but uh, you you could also use the argument that people die every single day from legal drugs in this country, like alcohol and cigarettes, and we, we tolerate that. No, but I'm not saying we tolerate alcohol. I'm saying for, you know, alcohol leads to drugs. I'm saying the whole education goes back to you go into town on Saturday night and, you know, it's, it's, it's carnage in the city centre. So it goes, it's one step back from drugs. It's, the next step is alcohol. It's the easy acceptance that in Ireland there is no other sort of social activity unless you go to the pub. Speaking from somebody who doesn't drink. So I'm, I suppose I'm jumping around here, but... There's a lot of steps in this chain. Okay, the, 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 the point of the message that started this conversation is the message that we got from uh, Tom and Leitrim, and his opening line was, the war against drugs is pointless. In other words, we're losing it. We're losing this international fight against these drugs cartels because the industry is so lucrative. It is worth every risk that they take because there is such demand for the product that they um, are selling. And in Europe, the highest demand for the likes of cocaine is here in this little country. Yep. Because it's probably, you know, we're, we're kind of we're an easy picking country, too, in certain ways in that we've opened borders, people can get in and out of Ireland, i.e. The, the boat was, you know, coming through Irish waters. But if you're asking me, should drugs be legalised and taxed, I would adamantly say no. Why would we allow our country to go down that road of actually taking tax and just fueling um, a route of recreational, soft, hard drugs to actually gain tax, so then you would... I mean, it's it's just so crazy that I can't even get my head around it. All right, but stay with me for one second, if you can, please. Uh, our number is 087-1400-106 if you would like to get involved in this conversation. Uh, sparked by, as I said, uh, Tom in uh, Leitrim, who was reacting to uh, the drug seizure off the coast earlier this week, and he basically is arguing that we should legalise it, tax it, free up police for any number of other uses uh, beyond deciding that some ways of having fun are out of bounds. He basically believes we should uh, legalise all drugs, essentially. This message uh, just came in to us a moment ago and it says, I live in Dublin 17 and drugs may as well be legal. Dealers deal openly from 9am, Garda, etc. Leave them at it. Every councillor in the area ignores them as well. They all know what's going on. And another message, uh, all addiction is a mental health issue. Legalise all small quantities for personal use and free up the guardie to go after the dealers and the uh, smugglers. Uh, Rocco joins me on the line from uh, Dublin. Uh, Rocco, would you be in favour of legalising some drugs? Oh yeah, yeah. I think cannabis should be legalised because um, I go smoke cannabis, I grow cannabis myself, and I don't buy off drug dealers. I don't support any drug drug crackers or anything like that. I just want to say one thing. Your man, that's what you said there about cannabis, how cannabis is not the same as it was back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Well, he's totally right because I had a few bad experiences buying cannabis off drug dealers and cannabis was lace or the sort of things. I don't know what. But that's why we started to grow my own cannabis for my own personal use. Okay, now, as you know, your activity mm-hmm. of growing your own is also illegal, but you're, pre- you're prepared to take that risk. Well, yeah, yeah, because like, I'm not going to go into the whole detail why I started smoking cannabis because I was on the show before talking about why I started smoking cannabis. But like, 
the reason why I started smoking cannabis was to get off alcohol. I was saying, and cannabis helps get got me through my detox. And it's, it's a great drug. Which in my opinion, it's, I don't look at it as a drug, I look at it as a, as a medicine in a way. Because it and, and there are many medicine. others who um, have have touted the, the medicinal benefits of uh, using cannabis and there have been long-running campaigns in this state for medicinal cannabis to be uh, legalised. But you're using it recreationally as well, are you? Well, I don't use it every... Like, I, don't, I only have a joint every evening. I'm saying every evening when after walk and all, I'll come home and I sit down and have a joint. But maybe years ago when I was an alcoholic, I used to go to a pub. I spent all my money on alcohol. I don't even remember, I don't even remember driving home. Like alcohol, in my opinion, should be banned. That's but if you, have you just drug. substituted one drug for another? Well, you can say it that way, but I don't think so. I was saying, like, I don't think I did because I can stop smoking cannabis if I want it. It's just actually like smoking. I like getting that mellow feeling. I like, I just like relaxing the weekend. That's that's what you, that's what you think. That's what you do. You know. Okay, but as, but as you know, and well, obviously, if you're growing it yourself, and as you said yourself, you're not uh, dealing with uh, the criminals in order to get your get your cannabis. I assume you're you're growing it just for your own use. Just for your own use. I grow two plants every couple of months. Right. Okay. So you're not you're, you're not giving anybody anything out of it. No, I'm not, I'm not a drug dealer. I okay, and, and, and do, do you worry about getting into trouble for growing those plants? No, I'm not actually that worried. You know? It's in the back of my head, but no, I'm not worried. Because, like, what, what do I do? I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm growing my own plants. I'm getting my own seeds. I'm growing my own fertilizer. I'm getting my own compost. I'm getting everything like myself. And I'm growing it myself, and I know what's in it. I know, and, and, and that's fine, but you know and I know that if it were legal to do what you're doing, we would have people doing it on an industrial scale, not just two plants. The, the, worry, the worry is that if you legalise a product like this, like cannabis, uh, it becomes so widespread and so readily available that everybody will be smoking cannabis. Yeah, well, I'm not saying, like, don't like these... Co- like, yeah, like, yeah it would be hard to please... Well, we'll agree. We we'll agree with you on that one. It will be hard to police and walk to do it that way. But there is ways around it. You know, don't don't allow any big companies or any of these coffee shops open up over here. You know, because they are open up another gate for another criminals to get around. I think people should get a license to grow their own cannabis. They don't it in Malta. They have done it like in parts of Europe. Okay, and that, and that would enable somebody like you to do it on a very small scale. Very small scale, yeah. Like just like just. I don't know how you police the thing, but, you know, like, cannabis smokers, like, yeah, grow two plants. You know, two plants won't be enough for one person. Because I get a lot of, I get a lot of uh, buds off two plants, you know. Mm. Okay, stay there for one second if you can, please. Um, 087-1400-106 is our WhatsApp number. Um, lots of messages coming in uh, on this. Some drugs are physically addictive and highly damaging to health and society, therefore should not be legalised. Contrary to popular belief, marijuana is not legal in the Netherlands. It's decriminalised and tolerated. It is widely accepted that it's a failed model in the Netherlands among Dutch government. The evidence is there. It's not a good idea to legalise, says uh, Christopher. David joins us on the line. David, good afternoon and welcome to News Talk. How are you? Um... I think that um, a lot of the drugs that are going on in the country, it's, it was always there. It's in every nook and cranny of the country, like, and it always will be. It's uh, become normalised. Uh, younger people are seeing older people 
using it, so they don't see any problem with it, so it's going to filter down over the generations. But uh, going back to cocaine use, um, I think that people need to be shown actually where it's coming from and the actual amount of murders and, like, there's some horrific things that go on. People need to be shown that, like, and then... See, I, 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 I would argue with you, uh, David, that young people know bloody well where it's coming from. They know, they've seen programmes like Narcos, they know the industrial scale that this product has been produced, and they don't care. You there, David? <laughs> I, hello? Oh, sorry, there you are. Yeah, go on. People uh, watch... I was saying that people, have, you know, people are well clued in to where these drugs are coming from, the the method in which they're produced, the uh, criminality behind it, and they don't care. Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think they're actually seeing the real in-depth uh, kind of side of it. Like, um, if there is people seeing it, it's only the very minority of people. Sorry, David, uh, your, your your line is is really gone to pot. <laughs> Thank you, David. You're listening to Lunchtime Live here at News Talk. Let me read out some more of uh, your messages. In regards to cannabis getting stronger, if it was legalised and regulated, users would be aware of the THC content they were purchasing. Not everyone uh, wants high THC cannabis, but it's a lottery when buying from a dealer. It's like going into an off-licence to purchase alcohol and not knowing if you're getting hard spirits or a beer, says Owen. And another message um, on 087-1400-106. Decriminalisation will regulate weed or pot. Uh, so that will mean the strength you purchase can be managed. And this is a similar message, actually. Same if you purchase a bottle of whiskey or a uh, six pack of beer. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.